Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. We continue our series today with strategic thinking. In our series, we have been trying to take a look at ourselves with the lens of no excuses. Yes. And the advantage we were saying of looking at yourself is you have control over what you're doing. If you try something else and show up differently, that sets up a different situation and frees others to respond differently. Well, let's start by talking about what we mean by strategic thinking. In decision-making, if decisions were the myriad of choices that you make each day, the strategic thinking, that would be taking a step back and getting some perspective that would inform your decision-making. I'm intrigued by what you call perspective and taking a step back. Yeah, well, things happen so quickly. We're often running from problem to problem. There's uh, the various pressures and deadlines, and most of us are overwhelmed at work. We're mm-hmm. putting in long hours, and things are coming at us faster than we can address them. And even if, in the best-case scenario, if we are on the balls of our feet and making decisions and kind of triaging each situation as it comes along, we're, we're missing the big picture. We're, we're We're so engrossed in what's going on in that moment that we may not be seeing how it fits into our larger goals. And uh, with strategic thinking, all we want to do is take a step back Mm -hmm. and find some different ways to take a step back and get some perspective on the bigger picture, how things fit into our long-term goals, reflect on the impact different things are happening so that we can not merely function in this kind of reactive mode. Mm which is an important aspect to decision-making, right. but also have a strong proactive presence where we also are on top of our game and mm-hmm. making our contribution right. and leading where we want to see things go. Well, I can see how important it would be to have some insight into what might be coming up in the future so that um, the things that kind of bombard us in the day-to-day don't seem to take up all the attention. Because I have been in a situation where if we had thought more long-term about things, it almost was more of a compass. Yes, a compass is a good image for it because mm-hmm. once you chart out your direction, you can, you're can you free to, to live in the moment and be on the ground and involved in the day-to-day work and decisions that need to be made because you're constantly checking it against a direction or a goal, a larger vision Mm -hmm. that you can measure it against. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that, Mm -hmm. and then you need to evaluate these daily decisions without a a framework, Mm -hmm. framework or a rubric or a um, that compass, that guide to Mm -hmm. say whether or not we're on track. Mm -hmm. And that keeps us discombobulated. It keeps us um, overwhelmed because there's no basis for being at peace with the decision you made. I have experienced that situation where because we didn't have kind of an overall plan, when things rose up that were urgent or necessary at that moment, they took precedence over the last thing that was urgent. So it always seemed to create a sense of chaos. Well, we talk about the working culture here at Bold Enterprises and a chaotic culture Mm -hmm. where that is going on can be very stressful. It can be a culture of panic. There can be a culture of workaholism. There could be a culture, uh, you know, kind of go with the flow. Right. And so we need to attend to that. Mm -hmm. What I'm of a personality that it's very hard for me to plan way into the future 
And so how do you uh, sort of reconcile that with starting me on a journey of strategic thinking when I'm, I'm not a big goal-oriented planner, but I'm still interested in having an overall guide for my working life and for that of my employees. So how would you suggest that I start on that journey? You want to start by not making that the journey mm-hmm. of being this goal-oriented strategic thinker. Mm-hmm. As we had with decision-making, a tension that we held between reflection and action. In strategic thinking, we have a similar tension between being proactive and being reactive. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to lose the skills that we have being reactive and being able to spot fires and act on them and do that kind of urgent decision-making. But what you want to do is you want to complement that with a proactive side to your style mm-hmm. where you are looking ahead a little. Now, if you're a reactive thinker because you're overwhelmed and life is busy, then that journey toward complementing yourself with a proactive planning side would probably involve just trying some simple things like setting maybe one day aside a month to take some different angles on the situations around you and to look at them from the implications of maybe the team morale and then the implications to the bottom line and then the, how it's, things are structured mm-hmm. and if that's helping people get their work done or getting in the way of it getting done mm-hmm. and do some goal setting. If that doesn't work for you, taking a day out once a month seems impossible because there's so much going on all the time and you cannot be absent like that where you just look for what chunk you can and try something. But then maybe try one hour each week, Mm -hmm. maybe a non-urgent hour, like late in the day on Fridays when a lot of things are winding down for people. They're they're heading off, and Mm -hmm. you use this as an opportunity to pause and and reflect and take a longer view. What response do you have to the flip side, the anti-me, as I would call, the person who plots everything out, the goals are set, and sometimes you, as the employee, are caught in a very rigid environment where change isn't welcomed. Oh, yes. And, and often feel run over right. by your leaders mm-hmm. because they seem completely unaware of the impact their decisions are having mm-hmm. and the framework that they've set with these um, non-negotiable goals that don't take into account changes that are happening mm-hmm. all the time. Well, that's very common. My question is, how would you respond to a more focused planner, someone that has sort of the long-term goals pretty mapped out? Well, then we're taking as our starting point that they are strong on the proactive side. So we don't want to make that something negative that we Mm -hmm. tell them all the horrible impact that has on everybody who is being run over. So what we wanted to do is, again, complement that with being a more reactive thinker. And there, they're going to be able to make more decisions if they are sensitive and watching out and listening to the impact that their style is having on other people and the results in their business that kind of attentiveness. We're asking them to hone that attentiveness, and that's going to serve their long-term planning Mm -hmm. because they'll be able to adjust better and more often along the way instead of waiting all the way until the next milestone that's on their Mm -hmm. plan at the three-month point Mm -hmm. and having to maybe go backwards and undo a bunch of things. They're going to have noticed those things along the way. Carl, what do you say to the person who's new to this concept of strategic thinking and How is this not the latest management fad? There are a lot of fads out there, aren't there? (laughs) Yes. 
Oh, my goodness. Well, our, our whole goal here is to stay grounded in reality. We're going to look at ourselves now and be honest with ourselves of how we're showing up. So we're using the language strategic thinking. Is when I'm looking at my decision-making. Am I comfortable in this tension between all that's going on around me? Attending, watching, and listening to that mm-hmm. and reacting to that well. And am I taking a step back periodically? to get a better picture, mm-hmm. to check in of where we're going, where we want to be going or not, and holding those together. So that's all it is. It's a tool for looking at ourselves right. and watching how we're showing up at work and checking in, am I tending to the both sides, being proactive and acting aggressively and taking the initiative to plan where we want to go, and mm-hmm. am I aware and attentive and sensitive and, and listening mm-hmm. to how things are flushing themselves out on the ground mm-hmm. so that I can adjust quickly and immediately mm-hmm. along the way. Well, I'm, I'm enjoying this tension because, again, as we discussed in, in decision-making, there's the pressure to make the perfect decision. And we talked about how taking that pressure off of ourselves to do that. And so I like this idea of strategic thinking that you evaluate. So you, you're not coming up with a perfect plan. And you're actually more in charge mm-hmm. than if you had to control everything. Mm-hmm. Because in your decision-making, you are both reflective with a commitment to action, mm-hmm. and in taking a step back, you're both being proactive and reactive. So you're in charge. Mm-hmm. You may not know what to do every time. You may not have everything under control, but you can make your next choice. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a freeing, powerful position to be in. And it's almost impossible to achieve that other one where you know everything and you're competent in every area Mm -hmm. and you're able to control all circumstances and all people to get all the results that you want. Right. And that's what, that's what overwhelms us. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. Uh, I believe next week we'll be talking about influence and uh, maybe we'll be talking about how sometimes that compass doesn't exactly get passed on to those that, uh, actually have to do the work to make it happen. Yes, exactly. Please uh, check out Carl Edwards on www.boldenterprises.com and join us next week for the continuation of our series. No excuses. Thanks for joining us. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 